for delaying the podcast for a week but this month I actually lost two of my very very dear friends one from high school and one right here in Canada and they have both made such a tremendous impact on my life and so they were both being laid to rest this week and so I wanted to take the time out to honor them so I thank you for allowing me to honor two very great lives but here we are today on the podcast And we're going to be talking about, are you pursuing your dream or are you killing your dream? Now, I want to ask this morning, what makes a dream big? A dream is never just a dream. Your dream has three core elements that requires personal leadership to be successful. The first one is understanding your purpose. Purpose. Purpose is a pulling force that pulls at your heart towards something that is greater than your current reality. What are you passionate about? Because in your passion lies the deeper clues to your purpose. Purpose answers the why of your life. Number two, it's your calling. Know your calling. Your calling is a pushing force that draws you towards a distinct set of activities to serve something outside of your personal needs. Your calling shows up everywhere you go. It's your best friend. It shows up everywhere you go and in everything you do and in everything you say. So pay attention to your gifts. Pay attention to those things that you repeatedly do and watch what you are being groomed to do because therein, if you understand how you're contributing and their gifts, therein lies the secret to your calling. Number three, destiny. Oh, I love destiny. Focus on your destiny because your destiny is a guiding force that moves you away from familiar surroundings, familiar places, places that you're comfortable towards a future and towards your purpose. Your destiny is a journey and it begins with your steps being ordered by God. Now, maybe your destiny was birthed through a failed business venture. Maybe you were released from a company but it forced you to upgrade your skills or to start that business or to find a different kind of job. And why is this? Because Romans 8 verse 28 in the Bible, we're talking about faith now, God causes everything to work together for good for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. You see what destiny does is that it takes you past the setbacks, the tragedies, the failures, the mistakes to the purpose of your life. It takes you away from a life of mediocrity to a life of excellence. 
Now the journey towards your destiny, you need to understand that it is made up of small, several small marathons. And as you move towards your destiny, your response to the circumstances and the situations that you experience during those marathons will determine the results of your performance appraisal. Will you arrive at your destiny or not? So my question is, when you have a dream that is so big, that seems so impossible to achieve, do you have the character, the wisdom, the resilience to keep pursuing your dream, to keep moving towards the destination despite the adversities that may get in the way? Do you? Think about that for a moment. story of Joseph with the coat of many colors perhaps you watched the hit Broadway musical by Lloyd Webber and Rice Joseph and the amazing Technicolor dream coat perhaps a friend shared the story with you maybe you've never heard it at all so let me tell you about Joseph Joseph in his teenage years he had a dream a big dream with clear destiny Joseph dreamt that he was to lead his brothers and parents. Now this big dream, it attracted adversities. Jealousy, he was hated by his brothers. He was sold into a life of slavery. He was framed, betrayed and lied upon. He was rejected, forgotten in prison. And in the end, he had to face his treacherous brothers all over again. Joseph's teenage dream was bigger than he imagined. His dream was connected to a purpose greater than him. It was wrapped up in the calling for his life, and it was destined to take him from the pit to the palace. Now, Joseph had no idea that inside that dream was wrapped up his purpose, his calling, and his destiny. So on today's podcast, we need to understand how did Joseph use personal leadership to survive during the marathons and keep his dream alive? How did Joseph prevent dream killers and himself from destroying his destiny? Now, as always on the Avril Rally podcast, if you are ready to learn how Joseph navigated the dream killers and identified your four biggest dream killers, then as always on this show, grab your paper, get your notebook, your iPad or your smart device and then let's get started. There are many aspects to personal leadership. Personal leadership always have a dream. It always have a vision for your future. You need emotional strength to sustain your dream. A disciplined mind a focused mind, the ability to lead yourself organized, know when to speak, when not to speak, when to act, when not to act. That's wisdom and the wisdom to manage relationships. Now, as a young teenager, Joseph's leadership skills obviously were not fully developed. And when he dreamt he would lead his brothers and father in the future, Joseph lacked wisdom as to when and how he should share this dream. 
And so instead of attracting dream makers to help birth his dream, Joseph attracted dream killers. Joseph was not experienced to know and understand the relationship and navigate family dynamics. And as he shared his dream with his brothers, it's almost as though his brothers said to him, Joseph, 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 who are you? You really think my little teenage brother is going to lead us? Do you really believe that dream, Joseph? You see, when you have a dream and you share that dream incorrectly, inappropriately, at the wrong time, to the wrong people, they can kill your dream. So if you've got a dream and a vision, be careful how you share it and to whom you share it. Because Joseph's dream sparked even more jealousy, anger, and hatred in his brother's heart towards him. After all, Joseph's father favored him and gave him a special coat. And now he is boasting he was going to lead his father and his brothers? Then the marathon and plot to kill Joseph's dream began. Betrayed and left to die in a pit. But this would change Joseph's future forever. The betrayal he suffered at the hands of his very family who threw him in a pit and hoped he would die was the first marathon that Joseph had to run successfully. The next marathon is that Joseph was sold into slavery. But at this point, he had no idea that his personal leadership skills was beginning to get a honing and a grooming and a shaping and a molding. You see, Joseph's dream was connected to his purpose. And his purpose was to save the people of Egypt during a time of famine. But Joseph had no idea. So the conspiracy to kill Joseph and his experience during slavery could not kill his dream because his dream was protected by God. Your purpose is protected by God. And so God favored Joseph when he was thrown into prison by his slave master. It was because he experienced betrayal, lies, and seduction. You see, Joseph's slave master wife loved Joseph because Joseph was handsome, tall, and handsome. And so when Joseph refused her, because Joseph, his character, he was a man of honor. And he refused to dishonor God, dishonor himself, and dishonor his master, dishonor his employer. And so he ran for his life from his master's wife. But he made a mistake of leaving his garment in her hands, his coat in her hands. And this mistake cost him. Joseph was framed and imprisoned. You may be thinking, oh, poor Joseph, so sad. No, the guiding force of destiny was in full operation. And his steps were being ordered and guided to the place where he would now be trained and developed into personal leadership. Joseph was in prison because he was about to start his MBA program in leadership development. The favor of God was consistently with Joseph and he found favor with the prison warden. 
And so Joseph was promoted in prison as the person in authority over all the prisoners and over all the affairs of the prison. His calling as a leader was being shaped and nurtured right there in the prison. Let me ask you a question. What position or circumstance or situation have you found yourself in? Do not curse the purpose, but instead seek to understand what are your gifts that will be used? What are your strengths that will be tapped in? How will you make a contribution right there in the adversity? What is your purpose? What is your calling? Find it even in adversities. Joseph's training in leadership development continued. His experience as a leader grew more and more. He was once again promoted and placed in charge of two high-ranking officers. Now, when the high-ranking officers needed someone to help them to understand their own dreams, Joseph was in the right place at the right time with the right wisdom and dependence on God, his source, to give him the right interpretation. See, the guiding force of destiny, it will order your steps. When you think you have made a mistake, when you think you have gone off course, the guiding force of destiny will course correct. And Joseph begged the officers, please, please, please remember me when all is well with you. Show me kindness, mention my name to Pharaoh, and get me out of this house. The officers promised to remember Joseph, but one, when he got on the outside, was killed. The other, well, what do you think? Forgot poor Joseph in prison. So abandoned and forgotten by his friends, Joseph could have been bitter and angry. Joseph could have nurtured offense in his heart against those friends. But Joseph looked past the circumstances and the situations he found himself in, capitalized on his talents and gifts to be of service to others and to make a difference and to work with the process to hone his leadership skills. You see, his dream had his calling, his purpose and destiny so wrapped up in it that Joseph stayed in focus than to allow what was happening to him to cause his dream to fade in the background. He could have cursed his leg of his marathon, but the pushing force of his calling to be a leader of a great nation was much more significant. Now, Joseph did not even know at that time that he was going to be the leader of a great nation, but he had a dream. He had a dream. And he understood that if he hold on to that dream, then one day that dream would take him to where he should be, to his final destination. And despite the adversities, his character had to be so important. And so he nurtured the right character, the honor, the wisdom, the resilience to survive hardship. So my question to you is, what would you have done if this was you? How would you have protected your dream? Would you have thrown the towel in or would you have continued to pursue your dream? 
Think about this for a moment. I will be right back. Now finally, Joseph, a man of patience, was about to graduate from his MBA leadership development program. The king himself needed someone to explain his dream. And the prison friend that Joseph had, you remember the one who forgot him, who abandoned him? Oh, king, I remember Joseph. This man in prison, I had a dream and he interpreted, interpreted the dream for me. So of course, the king said, go find Joseph, bring him here to me. Once again, Joseph gifts and his abilities to interpret dreams with the help of God came to service. And Joseph was able to interpret the king's dream. You see, when you, when you really truly find your purpose and your calling, it's not just about you. It is for a cause that is bigger than your reality. And because Joseph was able to interpret the king's dream, this landed Joseph another promotion. It took him straight from the pit, the prison, to the palace. Wow, Joseph. Joseph was given access, wealth, and Joseph was named as second in command to the king. Wow, Joseph, all these years in prison, when you were being put in charge over the prisoners, over the affairs of the prison, when you were put in charge over the high-ranking officials, did you realize, Joseph, that your leadership skills were being honed? Because now you are second in command in the palace to lead a great nation. And not only just to lead a great nation, but at the time, Egypt was experiencing seven years of famine. So Joseph had to have a strategic plan to prepare for the famine that they know was coming. So I just want to encourage you today. Don't give up on your dreams. Push forward. Take the time to understand what's tugging at your heart, what you are passionate about. That's your purpose. Take the time to understand your gifts, how you contribute to the life of others. That's your calling, your purpose, your calling, your destiny, all wrapped up in your dream to take you to the place where God called you to be, to take you to the life that you deserve to experience. Your dream is not just going to take you from the pit to the palace in one jump. There are going to be many, many marathons. Watch how you behave. Watch your character. Watch how you hold on. Hold on. Stay focused. Nurture the right attitude. Like Joseph, operate in humility and have faith in God. Faith will move mountains. Let the guiding force of your destiny order your steps. I am telling you today, sometimes when you see your dreams delayed, don't worry. Don't be concerned. Your delayed dream does not mean that it's denied. You're trying to get that promotion at work and you see others getting promoted. Don't be amazed. Your dream is not denied. It is delayed. Go back, check if it's aligned with your purpose. Check if it's aligned with your calling. Check 
if it's aligned with your contribution because maybe you're off course and you need the guiding force of destiny to put you back on course. Now here are four ways in which you can kill your dream instead of pursuing it like Joseph. Number one, you cop out. I was speaking to a young lady yesterday and I know she has a very big dream and I've heard so many excuses in about less than two minutes of why she did not pursue her dream. You know what folks? That's copping out. That's making excuses as to why you could not, would not, should not, and why you're not capable. Now you arrive at that decision that you don't have the gifts, you don't have the skills, you don't know if you will succeed. You are not cut out or made for this. You continually wish, oh, I had, I wish I had more hours in the day, but yet still you find the time to do so many other things, but not the right things, not the right priorities. And then you wonder why you're left behind. That's because you're copping out. You're making excuses. You're not disciplined. You're not focused. You're not committed to your dream. Now the simple solution, really it is simple, is to understand your purpose. Understand the why of your life. Why were you created? Why do you exist? What are you passionate about? What are the things you keep doing over and over because you just love doing it? Find it and then prioritize your time and your energy and give it to those things. Stay focused. Take small actions, small steps. Chunk what you have to do for massive results. Number two, you get into a state of what I call mellowed. Have you ever heard yourself or someone else saying, oh, I have mellowed. This is no longer for me. Let me explain what I call mellowed. Mellowed is the state where the dreams of your youth are no longer relevant or important to you. For example, you've placed that book you wanted or started to write on the shelf and it is covered in dust. Now the dust represents a dream that is dying a slow death. It wasn't your friends that killed it. It wasn't your coworker that killed it. It was you that killed your dream. You are responsible for picking that manuscript up off the shelf and for starting to write. You are responsible for carving out the time that you need to think clearly and to write, to do your research. Or that big business idea you've had that you've decided it's not worth pursuing, well really, you lack understanding that in order for you to be a wealth, well, in order for you to, to contribute to the world, you need wealth. You cannot save yourself or your family or a world that's in crisis or children that are dying, um, stricken with disease, families that are starving or those who are less fortunate, you can't save them without wealth. So how could you decide to stop pursuing your dream to open the business? You are walking away from an opportunity to create wealth and to become a solution like Joseph. Joseph was wealthy people. He was so wealthy in Egypt. 
Don't walk away from your dreams. Don't believe a lie about being content. Don't let the deception cause you to mellow. Because if you mellow, you have given your life over to mediocrity, denying yourself the power and the opportunity to put your mark on the world and leave an eternal legacy. My friends who died, they put a mark on the world. I have never seen so much outpouring on social media. I have never seen people traveling from all over the world just to be there to pay their last respect. You have a legacy. Your legacy is wrapped up in your dream. Get up, take your dream off the shelf, dust it off and get moving. Number three, stop dancing with distractors and negators. Don't allow people to draw you away to eat up your energy into other things that will not contribute towards your destiny. Distractors are good at telling you, oh, you don't have time for me. No, it's called guilt trip, folks. It's called guilt trip. But you need to tell them that guilt trip or wasting your time is not one of your marathons. Don't pause long to listen to the voice of negators. That voice will tell you that you could never, you cannot, you are not good enough, you are not worthy, you are a joke, no one will listen, you will fail. That's the voice of a negator. Don't listen to them because truthfully, sometimes they are just plain jealous. And when I find that they are just plain jealous, I move on and leave them behind. Because your purpose is so powerful, you don't have time to dance with distractors and negators. So end the dance. End the dance with the distractors and negators. Because if you keep dancing, if you keep swaying to that tune, you will never get close to your dream. Number four, you officially signed up as a dropout. Yes. Have you heard high school or college or university students being dropped out or dropping out of a course? Oh, oh my gosh, that's dropping out on your dream. So when you decide that your dream is no longer worthy of pursuing because it's too much work or you're overwhelmed or you cannot understand the big picture or my mind is fuzzy, I don't know where to start, Get help. That's what coaches are for. That's what mentors are for. Take the next step because when you step out, you will be so surprised if you have the right attitude like Joseph, how people will come alongside to help birth your dream. Quit and drop out should never be in your vocabulary when you have gotten to that place where you understand your dream. So the four ways in which you can kill your dream instead of pursuing it, you cop out. You get into a state of being mellowed. You dance, a slow dance with distractors and negators and you drop out, giving up on your dream. No, be willing to take the responsibility. As I said before, get the help you need. Get a coach, get a mentor, Get an accountability partner. 
join a mastermind. We have the Dream Clusters Mastermind Group. Join the mastermind group that will help you to push, to pull, and to guide you forward and to take your dream from concept to reality. Now, have you ever wondered how the story ended with Joseph? In the end, Joseph was reunited with the same brothers that tried to kill him because of jealousy. There were seven years of famine in Egypt and they needed food. And so they made the journey to Egypt to get food, not even knowing that the person in charge was Joseph. But Joseph could have been angry and hate them when he saw them. But instead, Joseph broke down and wept. Joseph's character, Joseph's purpose, his calling, his destiny, nothing could abort it. Joseph understood that when they came looking for food, that love would conquer hate. And so he fed them and he cared for them. And finally, he revealed himself to them because his dream said when he was a teenager that he would be a leader over his brothers and his father. And do you know what Joseph said to them? He said to them, you meant evil against me, but God had a purpose and a plan. And he meant it for good in order to bring about this day. This day when I could help you. This day when I created a strategic plan because I allowed myself to develop my leadership skills and created a strategic plan where I had reserved food to feed the people and to feed you, my brothers, to save many lives in the land of Egypt. Joseph had a dream as a teenager. He experienced many adversities, but he was called to be a leader for the nation of Egypt called with a purpose to develop a strategy to save the people. He went from the pit to the palace, but he had the right attitude. He operated in honor. He didn't discredit others. He didn't gossip about others. He didn't speak bad about others, even when they hurt him. He operated in humility, and he knew and understand his gifts and served, use his gifts to serve others. He was able to forgive. He remained focused. He was a man of faith. And he knew that his source come from God and God only. And that kept him alive and brought Joseph to his destination, the palace. My question to you is, how will you end your story? Will you pursue your dream or give up and run away? Will you sit? and allow your dream to stay on the shelf and gather dust? Will you mellow and give up? Will you curse the learning process when you are released from the job or when your business fails? Will you curse the learning process or will you try to understand the guiding force of destiny and allow it to course correct? Will you allow the adversities of life to define your destiny and live the life you want, you should and be called to experience. Venus Williams once said, as we end this podcast today, I don't focus on what I am up against. I focus 
on my goals and I try to ignore the rest. Focus on your purpose. Focus on your calling. Focus on your destiny and ignore the rest. Today, I recommend my book, Big Dreams Don't Just Happen. It's going to share so many insights and strategies and steps and things you need to consider and help you towards your dream. It will show you how to lead from the future, how to develop the same resilience that Joseph dreamt, that Joseph had, how to develop the courage, how to go through adversities, my own story of how I was being developed as a leader and I operated and cooperated with the process. So as usual, head on over to www.avrilrally.com and get your copy. Drop us a line and let us know how this podcast is helping you to transform your life. Until then, get out there and pursue your dreams. And thank you for listening. Thank you.